0: Anchor.fm to get started.
1: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV Talk. Now, let the Buzz begin.
2: Hi guys! It's me, Hollywood Lee, and welcome to It's Bravo, Bitch. It's my show! Joining us today from reality life, Kate Casey. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> I was gonna say you could say hi. Um, from Tony's Tea Corner, we have Anthony Lario. Hey, babe.
0: Hey, Leanne. How are you?
2: I'm fantastic. I just want to start off by saying, how do I look?
0: <laughs> I can't see your body because it just looks like you? you're looking. my
2: hair? I gave myself a <laughs> quarantine haircut, you guys. That's good. Oh. Oh, wow. Cool. There's some bald spots uh, in some areas, but I just feel so much better. I'm cleaned up. I don't feel like a banshee anymore. Right, right, right. Yeah. Mm. See, I'm I was making a
0: joke because you're wearing camouflage. I thought you looked like you were floating.
2: <laughs> um, I'll show you. Uh, I'll send you a picture later of what you really want to see, Anthony. I'm just.
1: Well, kidding. we we don't doubt that. We don't. Doubt
2: that. <laughs> um, welcome to it's Bravo, bitch. We're gonna talk about a lot of things tonight. It's Beverly Hills premiere day. Yes. So it's going to be a pretty Beverly Hills heavy day, but we are still going to throw in some Pump rules in there, some New Jersey stuff. I'm a little bit of Roni because it's my favorite franchise and it's, it's Casey's first time. I mean, Kate's first time. Can I call you Kate Casey, like your full name?
1: Most people do. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause I really want to say Casey for some reason. So I'm just going to say Kate Casey. Yeah.
1: Say Kate Casey. Um,
2: Let's get into it. I like to start my show with the little thing I like to call gold stars. It's kind of like Wendy's hot topics. How you doing? The first thing I want to talk about is uh, some news of Beverly Hills-related. Adrian Malouf's husband from Botched, Paul Nasty. We all know him from the Botched uh, franchises. Him and his new wife, Brittany, are expecting their first child.
1: Oh, that's great yes yeah, that's sweet he seems like a good dad I interviewed him once and he was so into her he said the nicest things about her I think he's very in love so that's nice I that's feel like he's- yeah and he's super
0: attractive too
1: he you is think? attractive huh.
0: yeah I think so 100% and I don't even mean to say like for his age because I think that he just looks good in general
1: I like it when someone's self-deprecating. That's very appealing to me. So I love that about him. I, he's a yeah. person to joke about himself.
2: Yeah, I think you have to have that sense of humor when uh, you're with Adrian Malouf because we saw it on Beverly Hills and she treated him like crap. So I oh, you- horribly. This is a full circle moment for him. He has like a beautiful wife that loves him and they seem like they actually have a genuine connection. So muzzle to Paul and Brittany I love Yeah,
1: that. but you know what? I never, like, I, I don't agree with that, Anthony, because we don't know the what it's like to live with either of them. So maybe he's a real pain in the ass to live with.
0: Well, she's not be.
1: And they did have three kids together. Um, You know, maybe he's, like, kind of an annoying person. So maybe that's part of the reason they were bickering. Listen, most married people are not every day like, what do you want,
2: dear?
1: I mean, it's <laughs> hard to be
2: married. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like it's you know, second to motherhood. Motherhood is like something I can't even touch. All my friends have kids, but being married, that is a job, man. I, I have put in the work, you know what I mean? So I feel like, uh, there is two sides to everything. And we did see his little annoying side on Beverly Hills. And Adrian was constantly rolling her eyes at him. And she was just like, can you stop? You're like a child. So yeah. I can't see the other side of that. Well, I feel like he definitely put
0: on stuff for the camera.
2: They
1: had fertility issues too. That's a lot of
2: stress on people.
1: Although they didn't really have money stress because she sleeps on piles of cash.
2: Piles.
1: So it's like. does?
2: Oh my God. Yes.
1: So much money. So much money. Don't you remember the episode they took the private jet up to
2: see their basketball team?
0: Yes. Yeah, I- but I'm just so wary of all of these people and their money. Like, no, I just so don't legit. believe it.
2: Oh, she, so she's the legitimate. Hotel, like, I'm from Vegas. Like, trust me. They're legit. They're legit. They're legitimate. Yeah. Well, I'm jealous. Um, I want to move into to Real Housewives of New Jersey because um, I didn't really want to bring them up. You know, the season is over. I'm kind (laughs) of over them. Not over them, but I'm just like moving on. We have bigger fish to fry right now. Um, You know, we're all anticipating Beverly Hills. Is this going to be good or not? You know, it's had such a bad reputation. People are like, I went on Twitter today. People are like, I'm not going to watch. And I'm like, why are you not going to watch? Is it because you genuinely don't like it? Or are you being a petulant child because of LVP and you hate Kyle? Like, stop being a child. We're going to get into that. But I want to talk about Lauren from New Jersey. She is basically experienced some bullying about her parenting style. Like, everyone just has something to say. Huh? So she's decided that she's not going to post any more pictures of her child. Because she posted all these screenshots on her story about people just talking crap to her about her child. Like just constant, constant things. Um, I hope your child doesn't have a foul mouth like you. Where's the baby daddy? Like I never see the, the father, does she even have a dad? Like just constant incessant cyber yeah. So she's like, so, you know what, you guys ruined it. I'm not gonna post any more pictures of my child. What do you guys think about this?
1: I think that her daughter is absolutely adorable. I think Lauren seems like a really funny, good, cool person. I'm sure she's a great mom. People are losers. Why would you go to someone's Instagram and post about a child? You need to take a long look at the mirror and ask yourself where it all went wrong. Um, yeah, I wouldn't post either. I'd have a private account. People suck. She, Her, her daughter is adorable. Adorable. That's so unsettling.
0: Her I, daughter's I, the I, cutest thing ever. And my mom, like when we... When we so started watching Marky's posts, it made my mom want a daughter, so we got a puppy, like a little girl puppy. that's how obsessed we are with her, with Marky. So I DM'd Lauren and I said, "Don't." I said, "This is like when you were in middle school and like a couple of kids would be talking and everybody would get detention." I was like, "Don't give detention to the whole class. We're just a few kids being assholes. Like, come yeah. on, Marky content." She said? she
2: said, "You know, there's people that are just gonna ruin it for everyone because." She's a cute kid and all that, but we also have to realize this kid's already gone viral. Like, yeah, like she went viral at her school function for performing and crying at the same time.
1: I I mean, that's right up my alley. I mean, that's totally up my alley. She's my people. So I don't get it. I say give everybody the F you by doing a full family photo shoot. And include the pictures of the child crying. This is your life. Don't let somebody else shit on it. People are sick.
2: You would think we're all at home, quarantined, going through stuff. This is bringing out demons that I've never even knew existed. Like, this is some real shit we're all dealing with right here. Like, the least you can do is be nice when you go on the internet. Like, calm down. Take a second. Realize what you're doing. Like, you're going out of your way to DM someone about their child.
0: Like, I'm done. People right. are- I've never done something like that. No, it's the, no. I, I've never felt the need to.
1: No, especially if you're a mother. And you, I find that a lot of people that I've interviewed have said that when they go through the comments and the people that write the worst stuff, they go in the profile will have, Jesus lover mom it's like yes the people that you don't think are the worst comments. and no profile
2: actually, photo and no avatar yeah.
1: like three yeah. corinthians and it's like you motherfucker. it's like crazy stuff and it's the whatever i just think people are ridiculous
2: i want to say hi to everybody in the chat hey jar zaki e says london is here boo hey london M says thanks y'all for putting out this content Um, Of course. I love you guys for watching. Say hi. I see you're watching in the live chat and you haven't said hello. Jump in there and say hi to us. Kate Casey's on. Anthony Lario's with us. We're going to jump into Beverly Hills because this is what we're waiting for, you guys. You know, we've been through a lot with Beverly Hills, but you know, I'm invested. You know, I love Kim Richards, her heart, her pain. That's my girl. You know, when she looked at Kyle and said, I know I'm not easy to love. Wow, that was deep. My fucking girl, man.
0: Yeah.
2: They have just been through real sister pain. I love Real Housewives at Beverly Hills. Um, I've met Lisa Vanderpump. She's very nice. She pet my dog. So I feel like my dog has been blessed by the dog gods. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know. By definitely. the way, <laughs> I bet
1: you, I'm going to put my money out right now. Quote yeah. me on this. I'm going to say Lisa Vanderpump comes back next season.
2: I hope so.
1: I bet you. You
2: It was so good when she was on, like, back in the old seasons. Like, Beverly Hills was freaking
0: good for a long time. She's going
1: to come back. Put money on it.
2: Yep. No doubt about it.
1: I
0: I love Lisa Vanderpump, pump. And I do think that the crown is heavy. I think that she's gone for a year and she's going to come back. Because it seems like the way that they're... Teasing this season is all about this secret with Denise. And you know, each franchise has its theme New Jersey's family, the OC is rumors, Atlanta is shade, and Beverly Hills is secrets. It's all about secrets and skeletons in your closet. And I'm sick of that theme. I'm done with it because it's always this matter of breaking the fourth wall or not breaking the fourth wall. People don't want to share shit. It's like, I think I'm one of those people, Liam, that you were talking about that doesn't want to watch. Am I going to watch? Yeah, but do I want to? Not really.
1: Okay, so what we know so far is this, that the big, we've been told that the big drama is about uh, Denise and Brandy having this quasi affair, but new information release really says that the problem that the cast members had with Denise the season was actually about a not wanting to film like she would show up and stay for 10 minutes and then say i'm out so that's not really holding up to your um responsibilities as cast member but more importantly as part of the quasi affair with brandy she'd been saying horrible things about all of them so as the season unfolds we're going to learn about the things that she said to brandy about each cast member behind their back and that is going to kind of uh, unfold and get people riled up and cause uh, fighting in between the cast. So Mm. that makes it to me more interesting because when I just heard that they're going to have they added this affair, I just thought, who cares? Like, what's the big deal? Yeah. The betrayal is not between Denise and her husband because obviously they have like an open marriage. It seems like it, but it's the betrayal of the friendship. So it's like, I'm on this show with these nutbags and let me tell you what I found out about them. And then telling Brandy, who we know will tell anything if she has the opportunity. So it's the betrayal of friendships. And that that I'm like, okay, now we got something here. This sounds good. Although I did send a DM to the producer this morning and asked him, like, how would you describe the season? And he said, the best word I could say is it's fun. So maybe it might go back to the old days where it's like over the top luxury and beautiful and like silly, like. I hope
2: so. I miss Beverly Hills. I miss the old Beverly Hills. The flaunting and the luxury of it was great. But it was also about having fun. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this is why Roni is my favorite franchise. Those women know how to have fun. Yeah, It's about showcasing what we're going to relate to every once in a while you want to go to Mexico and get trashed off tequila and make out with everybody it happens
1: yes I agree with you more I feel like the women of Beverly Hills are a little bit too tight they're always worried about how is this going to look on television in two months and I don't think that's the best way to go into filming you have to just go balls out and be willing to yeah. unravel in front of cameras. And if you don't, it makes it really boring. So I feel like they protect themselves so much that it inhibit. They're so in, inhi- like, they're so worried about their, their, their media persona that it makes it less fun to watch.
0: Well, I think that also brings up the issue of like, I'm sick. And I've told Kate this before, like, I'm sick of seeing the same people over and over again. I yeah. think that there is something to say about like a true testament of a housewife that can keep coming back and delivering each year but like i think you know bravo and production is taking note to this but like let's stop just bringing people back because people know them already like i don't i I like being introduced to new characters i like seeing how people fit in and i'm sick of people who are seasoned housewives holding the show's hostage because they quite literally do hold it hostage like they're too um they're too well aware there's that that naive naivety is that a word naivete yeah naivete is is lost and i miss that
2: yeah i want to get into um i sent uh anthony and kate a couple clips of beverly hills what we're going to expect in the first episode so we're not going to just talk about what we think is going to happen we're going to actually talk about what happened um yeah. there's going to be a kyle fashion show we open up with kyle you know her store's not around anymore so it's nice to see that she's taking her business and Expanding it, taking it to a different level because a fashion show says that says something. I feel but I'm like
1: confused. What is the fashion show for? I honestly don't. If she doesn't have a store, what is it for? Online? I, don't, I like, actually don't know. It?
2: All I know is Teddy's walking, Rena's walking, Doris walking. We saw a clip of this on social media um, about a year ago. All the women walking, and Teddy. Well, I remember was that. I know, but what is it for? The store that's closed down? What is it's
1: this? For stupid. Fashion? It's
2: for the show. It's for new, her new fashion line.
1: <laughs> I need to do this at my house. I'm gonna I'm gonna launch a fashion line that no one will ever buy clothes from.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. You could run it from your closet. It's called a boutique, an online boutique. That's exactly what Kyle's doing. Um So
0: dumb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so do we really want to see people who are walking in, um like a w- runway I, I like I think this all has to end everybody's charity or events are like let's do a runway walk I'm like yeah, unless you're like Kendall jenner
2: let's not do that yeah i agree money in the business and i feel that's also a, neat, a reason why we've gotten lost in it I feel like we're so over the branding you know when we have to see skinny girl on Bethany's snowboard we're like what is this? Stop it I know. You know what I mean? So I feel like um, Beverly Hills is on its way there. But we're, we, you know, we're just, we're dealing with what we're getting. And there is a fashion show. Kyle does have a new line. They're all walking in it. Teddy's going to walk horrible. I know. I saw it on social media. Oh, she's horrible because she was pregnant.
1: <laughs> that's why that
2: right. he's still not like a good fashion forward she's a dork you know it you well know uh, it. again
1: that i go back to only models should be in runway shows that's so stupid that's i like, agree unless it's like a show.
0: small town thing not even exactly. that
1: i'm enough it's like the axe throwing I mean, It's like same thing every season
0: Oh, the uh, axe
2: throwing is so, like, can we, the escape rooms, it's always like, it's just yeah. same predictable thing. But it was In nice there. to see that Garcelle and Denise were opening up and getting together because they're friends of 20 years and they were getting together to do what friends do, which is go to a bar and drink tequila. Like go to a bar and drink, not go run a fashion show and talk about my new business venture um, yeah. at a beach club. You know what I mean? So it was nice to see this. Uh, Garcelle is single, reveals right away she has twin boys and she says she has absolutely no sex life. Um, One of her kids found a vibrator. Uh, (laughs) She said um, she had a black vibrator because she was thinking urban, which is exactly what we all do when we shop for dildos. Am I just thinking of myself here? (laughs) But it was nice to see Garcelle and Denise get together and talk about their friendship. They did a pilot, which never went to series, which is like very LA like oh my god we totally did a movie together but it never went anywhere like I've had these conversations all over LA so it was nice to see this what do we think about Garcelle and Denise
1: well it sounds like Denise doesn't really want to film with anybody so that sounds pretty boring but Garcelle is different like she's like they needed to have a diverse cast so thank god they started to take the tip and you know switch up the cast a little bit but there's a whole backstory to garcelle that i hope she talks about because i believe if i i could be wrong but didn't her husband who was an agent have an affair and then she emailed everybody in the agency yep Yep. she did i want to see that because that's good that's the kind of people that they need on the show because that's like new york and new jersey kind of like both of those personas instead of like listen i love teddy i think she's a wonderful person but it does get a little boring when it's all always like no i'm I'm gonna go you know in to my biking class um we need people that are like brash and um start stuff up exactly so many women are like (laughs) riled up like oh my god like her husband did that and what did she do like that's my kind
2: of i think it's gonna be good you know i had a podcaster. On my show about a year ago, and he said completely the opposite. He was just like, I know Garcelle, like she's classy, like she's not gonna get dirty.
1: Well, I've heard that too, but if she was willing to sign up for the show, she's going to, she's probably revealed a lot to herself that we're not privy to. I mean, I've heard people say that too. I've met her, and she seems wonderful. Well, you know what? You've probably met me at Whole Foods, and that doesn't mean I'm the same person that I am right now.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Well, I also think you can do the show and not necessarily have to go get like low down and dirty. I, I I think that they're casting women now like Leah on New York, Bronwyn on OC, Garcelle, who have potential to be narrators, like kind of be like, you know, the Carrie Bradshaw of the series. And like, you know, we don't
1: want Garcelle to be a narrator. We don't oh, want I to be too
0: yeah. She's too new. And Beverly Hills has too much
2: of. Uh, concrete foundation staples like you know what i mean like you're not going to
0: just come in and be better than oh i disagree i i i i i want new girls to be the narrators like i when we get rid of like we got rid of lisa Vanderpump, we got rid of vicky we got rid of bethany like i don't want somebody from the original cast to be a a narrator i want you to bring in somebody new and see it through their eyes because it really shows who are the weak links and you know who's gonna rise afterward so Okay. Well, we I always do do that. That's my opinion. <laughs> we always
2: give the girl, the new girl, a hard time, especially on the OC, especially on the yes, muscles, you know what I mean. Um, we'll freaking ice you out and get you out of there, like you know what I mean. They did Barbara so dirty on New York, and she was just a friend of the show, you know. I don't, yeah,
1: Barbara. Barbara. Um, I, I don't. I didn't feel like there was enough. She she didn't have enough of the connection with the cast. What you really need to have is you need to have people that really have an authentic connection. But I think what they've missed on casting is that there's this whole other part of Hollywood that I'm interested in, which is the wives of people who are network executives. Their husbands oh, or their wives, their partners are the ma- major power players in the city. So if you have the wife of a, of a, a
2: network executive Hills,
1: we in have a room be. with somebody like Dorit, Dorit is like here, and the and the power player is the wife of, and that's the dynamic that I want to see in the same way in Dallas. Interesting. The wife of the guy who owns an energy company or an oil company.
2: But when it comes, I want to see the the wife
1: of the hedge fund guy. Like that's the dynamic I want to see.
2: That's the power. not happy with Dorit right now because yeah she brings the fashion. Everyone loves her fake accent, all of that good stuff. But when it comes to the stuff we really want to talk about, which is her divorce issues, the fact that her and PK have had a lot of financial issues, they've been freaking sued in court, they've had their assets frozen, their bank accounts frozen, allegedly, and we've never talked about this. We've had to go on never. live and have yeah, to have to really call her, ambush her, and be like, didn't your didn't your account get frozen? Didn't this happen? Yeah, it's not he just just shuts down but, and doesn't want to talk. But you know
1: what would be interesting is if a the wife of a network executive uh, said, "Who is this woman? Who is this is this fashion line for real?" And her husband is the manager for Boy George. Like, how many how many seats does he sell at a concert hall? Like. That person can call her out and not be afraid because their power position is up here. The yeah. power dynamics is—it's like first season of Real Housewives of Orange County. Vicky had the power because she employed yep. Corey. That's what makes something interesting. The classism issue is what I want to see in a city like that. We know that in LA, it's all about who you know, and um, I just—that's what that what's missing from that city—is that. When you have the same people come on season and season and season afterward, like you're not really um, kind of highlighting what that city really, like you're not encapsulating what goes on within that city. And that's truly what, what LA is like. It's like you go to the polo lounge and you can see an actress come in, but the, but the person that's sitting at that table probably runs a network or a movie studio and has more power than anybody in the room. That those are the people that I want to know about.
0: Also, the, pa- the the problem for me, too, is that you can tell that a lot of them get together before filming starts, and they say, let's not talk about this, let's not talk about this, yep. and let's not talk about that. And then they're halting the true authenticity of being able to have these things come up in conversation. And then the one person who doesn't get the memo and does bring it up is now pegged as the untrustworthy one or the villain for the rest of the season.
1: And then they try to push them off the show.
0: yep. Well, uh, we are going to see a lot of Beverly
2: Hills and we are going to talk about this. It's going to get really, really heavy. I do want to move on and talk about Erica because obviously we know she did Chicago. Like it's been all over Instagram for the last year. I've talked about it a million times. But the one thing that she's revealing this season is that she was a bathing suit stripper. She takes the girls to her old strip club. It's called Shakers. And what ends up happening is Lisa Renna becomes a little bit judgmental which is crazy because she danced in her underwear on Instagram. So there was a point where I was literally about to just do a complete 180 on Lisa. But then she said, why am I being like this? I dance in my underwear on Instagram. And I'm like, yes, Lisa, at least you know that she does own it. It's going to be interesting to see Lisa this season. Um, I like her on Instagram. I liked her the first season that she was on Beverly Hills because she just got annihilated by Lisa Vanderpump with the whole, um, you know, Kim's about to die thing. So I, yeah. what do you think Lisa's going to bring this season?
1: I think that she knows that she's best when she's over the top. And so she plays into that a lot. Like her over the top self is what sells the best. But sometimes she gets a little ahead of herself and then she's got to do some cleanup work. But that's yeah. actually still entertaining to watch. I like somebody who's like a little bit. Um, uh, not, she's not unhinged. She's just got. She really, truly uh, personifies someone who does not have a filter. You need someone like that. But the problem with Erica is, again, she she's she's the personification of that that arch, archetype of a wife in Hollywood who has to be remain really contained. Her husband. Yeah is, I, I mean, I worked in legal PR for a long time. Her husband is one of the most successful attorneys in the country. And so she had to play a role like that for so long. It's very hard to unwind from that. Um, she represents a lot of women in this town who have to just contain themselves. And and it, so she's sort of on the cusp of, she, she's walking in between two different worlds where she wants to be this out of, like out of the box, crazy persona with, her husband's um, wants. I don't know if he really wants her to be like that. And she's probably stuck in these two worlds.
2: And she literally says like, I have two worlds. That's why I'm Erica Jane. And then I'm Erica Girardi, the wife. So um, I think you hit it right on the money. There is two sides to her. Um, it's good. It's, it's going to see interesting this, uh, this season, if she marries those two sides, I do want to see a little bit of more of how she got to tom i want to see i'm glad she's going back to the stripper thing because she said she worked at the beverly center selling perfume like i want to see that i want to see the come up the glow up because and by I like the way, can the i say
1: sticker. one thing is that yeah. often think that they have to contain that stuff when they're on a show like i can't let anybody ever know that i was a stripper first of all if you are on a show like that we have to believe there's something like that that's in your past yeah. but if, you, if you just acknowledge it no one cares so if she just comes right out of the gate and she's like yeah, I was a stripper. I met this old guy. And by the way, turns out I kind of love him. And we have a great relationship. And you know what? He thinks I'm like I'm out of my mind because I want to wear crazy outfits and dance, but he's kind of hot for it. Like if yeah. she just said all that stuff, people would be like, All right, cool, whatever. I I'll concur. And
0: that's what makes good reality TV is when somebody comes in, like it's the same thing. If you have a pimple on your forehead and you walk into the room and you're like, guys, I have this pimple get over it. We're going to proceed with the rest of our night. Like how Bronwyn did in Orange County. She came right in. I have three sums. I'm a little bit bisexual. Like get it all out on the table so nobody has any shit to dig up about you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what you're supposed to do. Leah, Leah did it on Roni. Yes, I was arrested. Yeah. Yes, I assaulted a police officer. He broke my teeth out, but I got $75,000 out of it. And I started my own passion. Yeah. You know, you got to put the demons out there. I completely agree or they will come up um what do you guys think about them dragging brandy in here to make this season a little bit spicier doesn't that say something also about what they have going on it's like (sighs) either
0: make her full-time or not i don't want her on as a friend of she's going to fall into the a marlo type category that she's just there to kind of stir up drama i think that there's something to be said about how bad this cast actually is that not only did they have to, from a marketing and PR standpoint, announce pre-filming that they casted two people on the show. We already know that one was demoted to friend of for being too boring. We assume, Certainly. and they had to mid-season bring back Eileen, Kim Richards, and Brandi Glanville, and even resort to bringing back Camille. So it's like, and the
2: first episode at the fashion show, we have Paris and Nikki too, giving us some star yeah. power too, like. Y'all are really throwing in the big guns. I'm not mad at them, though, because we've had such a bad reputation with Beverly Hills. People are turned off. Not everyone's happy and going to watch tonight, apparently. Okay, Okay,
1: but let's just remember one thing. It's probably hard to be a casting director for that city. Because who, who... who would want to be on that show and how does it help them? That list is probably pretty small. I'm assuming they've probably heard from the same women over and over again. Casting director told me if I hear, if I hear from another woman that has a bikini line, I'm going to shoot myself. So that means we're not getting people that are like, you know, I I, I'm a a movie producer
2: I want and
1: and I'm trying to build a business. Like maybe they're not getting them to apply.
2: Kathy
0: does not want to be on
1: the show. I, mean, I, I know, but yeah, she just doesn't oh, want to do it.
2: If she was on, it would be so great because you could tell she runs that family. She gives Kyle and Kim like the the whoopings that they need or they don't even want necessarily. <laughs> so I want to see her. But, you know, we are stuck with Teddy. She did have a baby. She named it Dove. She named her Dove, am sorry. <laughs> she named her baby Dove. Um, that's all I have on Teddy. Literally, it just says baby Dove. That's it. <laughs> I don't think she's going to give us anything else. Apparently, Lisa Rennell on Watch What Happens Live said that Teddy drops the biggest bomb this season. Really? I will
1: say this. When you are pregnant, there is an element where you don't care. You will say what you feel because everyone around you is drunk or on pills and you are not able to and you have a little bit of patience. So she might be the one to drop the bomb because she's like, listen assholes and then just she might be the one who says well the reason why Denise and Brandy are so upset with each other is because they had an affair she might be the one that says it
0: oh she could maybe she's the one who reveals Someone it says it in the car she's
1: like I gotta go I have to check my placenta out um by the way they had an affair bye I
2: mean who knows? <laughs> well Lisa Rena says yeah. in the trailer they're in the car and she says they fucked like literally, and like Kyle puts her head down. It's just for a brief second, but
0: I don't see, know. People hate on Teddy, and I kind of like Teddy.
1: Teddy's sweet.
0: I kind of like her. I think that she's Teddy. cool. I, I think that she kind of is like what I want to see on Housewives, which is like, I, I guess where I differ with a lot of Housewives fans is I don't really like the hot heads. I like a hot head moment, but I don't like a hot right. head housewife.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: I like somebody who's an actual housewife. Teddy checks off all the boxes for me. She comes from a famous family, but did I know her before? No. She's got a good-looking husband. She's got kids. She's got an awesome house. I mean, she's just checks off all my housewife boxes. I don't want another divorcee. I don't want somebody else who's, you know, trying to get back into movies again. So- you know
1: what it's missing? I just realized what it missed. This is what that show misses. They need somebody like Alex and Simon. They need a couple that oh. exaggerates how much work they've done. Like, well, you know, I did do a production of blah, blah blah. And you're like, oh, I just checked out your IMB and you're pretty much lying. Or um, we love to go to boutiques and to buy incredible clothing and only to find out later, it's like their friend's store and they only bought like a skirt. We need couples See, like Dorit, but fine- they don't call
0: her out. <laughs>
1: yeah, but, yeah. But, but, but even worse than Dorit because pk is like simon because he likes to be on camera yeah but, but dorit's not her personality is not big enough that she can co- compare to
2: trust me Alice. they are not, They cannot touch alex and simon which actually leads me to my next thing that i want to do i want to call it story time and i want to just read a couple sentences from alex mccord's book which is so funny we just jumped to her um, That's crazy. Yes. Where are they now? Is my little segment. And um, uh, they're in Australia. Um, and I just want to talk about this little expert that they put out. And uh someone did an article about it, and I found it the other day on Twitter, and I could not stop laughing. The headline is Simon Van Kempen, whatever his name is, ejaculated all over his wife when she gave birth to their son. What? And then this is what her book says. She once he was be- fi- what once he was finally out Are of my body. Are you making this up? No, I'm gonna read a portion of her book right now for you guys. Uh,
1: okay. It's, I didn't know if she had a book. Okay. This it's story
2: an- time on its bravo bench. Once he was finally out of my body, I experienced a tsunami of endorphins that was almost orgasmic. And I understand completely the stories that women have written about a static birth. Simon was sitting behind me at the point of birth and later. When we untangled ourselves, he discovered he actually ejaculated, though he hadn't felt any of the normal lead-up to that. It may seem distasteful to some, but definitely neither of us was thinking about sex at the time, but the rush of emotion and my lower nerve endings going crazy, it's not too far of a stretch to say that it was a profound experience.
0: I'm so scared.
1: So she had a home birth. I I mean... No, so one, he no, came he on, on her hospital, face while she
0: was giving birth.
1: No hospital would be like, Yeah, that's totally cool if your husband wants to di- disrobe and uh, like lay behind you, and that doesn't happen. I mean, no,
2: no, no. She said that he, after like she had given birth, they realized that he had ejaculated in his pants.
1: That That just didn't happen. Without
2: touching himself, without thinking about
1: sex. Things that that, that are ridiculous. Number one, that you would have an orgasm during childbirth. I've done it five times. There's no way that happened. First of all, if you had an epidural, you can't even feel anything down there. You don't even give a shit about your clitoris. Like you just want the baby out of your womb. Number two no husband in the world is turned on by a baby coming out. Do you know what comes out of a woman's body after she gives birth? There's a whole placenta that falls out.
2: This this is oh, what don't you they are this messed up. They are this crazy. That
1: doesn't happen. I, I'm so I've seen a 60 minutes episode where a woman <laughs> come, come, said that she had an orgasm um, during childbirth. I think that that's like point zero 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 percent Like, you're so drugged up or in pain that doesn't happen and for your husband to say that is like creepy i would say he probably was turned on by one of the nurses
2: i'm telling you like i read this came out of my body looked back and said what What and then i realized this is so on brand for them they said the most ridiculous things on that show did
1: i read this week that they had met they What's had up? Met, did i read this week that they had met on to some like weird online...
0: Craigslist.
1: Some on Craigslist? Met on Craigslist. that's so odd yeah
0: i'm yeah just there's weird shit going on exactly. about them
1: this is my this is my i'm pleading for them to let me interview them i need to ask about this birthing story because it's <laughs> disturbing
2: <laughs> please and give us the exclusive back on its bravo bitch
0: after and then book. i'll ejaculate after listening to it <laughs>
2: I wanna move on to Vanderpump Rules. We only have about <laughs> nine minutes left. Um, I wanted to have everybody in the chat who's still been watching. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, FM, I'm just drinking sparkling water, actually. It's cucumber blueberry flavor. Um, I lost my chat, so give me one second. I wanna get into Vanderpump Rules. Um, Danica said that Lisa Vanderpump had a fat pussy. P-H-A-T. I guess we're in the '90s again, Whoa. so we're using the word "fat" again. F A. Mis- by the
1: way, I don't I don't like it when someone on television is trying to make something happen. Like, oh, exactly. this is a word, and this is what it means. It's like, no, that's not going to happen.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of the Mean Girls references, like Anthony said something in, uh, about Stassi earlier that I was like right on the money because she's pressuring Bo to to propose to her when he's already actually simultaneously planning on but she's coming off so desperate and like a petulant child. I'm like, stop it. Yeah,
0: Dossie thinks she's Regina George, but she's just Karen Smith. That's, uh, the, that's what it comes down to. Okay. Exactly. She has this persona that she's Regina, that she's cool girl, that she's somehow appealing in this cool girl persona, And she's not. She comes off very ditzy and desperate, just as in the same way, Lala, it's really old. This is how I acted when I was a freshman in high school and on some drugs and drinking a shit ton. She's like, I'm a Michael Vick bulldog. I'm like, whoa, it's not cool. It's not fun. You're not thug. Take it back a second.
2: Yeah. And it's funny that you bring up Lauren from Utah, aka Lala Kent, because she revealed this week. That she wants to be on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's not going to happen.
2: Come on.
1: They would never do that. They wouldn't do it.
2: Randall was looking at her like she was crazy. And she's like, oh, yeah, we're not stopping after Vanderpump Rules. We're going on to Beverly Hills. I want a diamond. I'm like, you wish. You wish, honey. It could be good. No. I do not see her meshing With these women that have had actual life,
1: Bravo doesn't do crossovers like that. They don't do that.
2: If they were to do a a Bravo crossover, I would let Kelly Dodd go on to Real Housewives of uh, New York because yeah, that would be good.
1: Well, the problem problem right now is that she can't film with Rick. So how is that going to work?
2: What do you mean she can't film with Rick? I thought that was the whole point. He's not allowed to film because he's he's on
1: Fox. He's hasn't received permission from Fox, so I don't think he can film.
0: It's competition, it's a competitors clause between Fox and NBC Universal. Yeah. Oh wow, that's gonna be interesting. I don't know what's gonna happen with Beverly Hills. You'll see her I mean, talking
1: about a relationship, but you're not gonna see him on camera.
2: And we you do know. not like that. That never works out. We wanna see the relationship. This is why we never got to see anything about Mark on Atlanta, and now we're seeing the whole like a whole new bag of chips because we never got to see the lead up. We never got to see the boyfriend. We, we want to see your relationship. You know, this is what people fight about on Shahs when you're not fully transparent. Like you got to bring all the stuff to the forefront. Um, I concur. To touch on Orange County, I'm not sure Bronwyn's ready to be the top queen and I love her to death, but I don't think she's ready to be the top queen of Orange County. Oh, I, th-
0: I disagree with you, leanne I-, I think one, that she's one ready. One session with Kelly Dodd, Kelly Dodd would make her cry in a heartbeat. Yeah, but Kelly's not the lead. Kelly's not the lead role. You have to have somebody mildly <laughs> level-headed to be the lead role.
1: I don't think they've ever had someone who's a lead. There's never been a lead for Vicky them.
0: was the queen
2: the first... Yeah, I think Vicky was the lead. Vicky was the queen for the first five, six seasons. No,
1: maybe the first half of the first season, maybe, but not even. really. (laughs) No, No, I always
0: always saw Vicky as the lead. I always saw Bethany as the lead. I always saw these. I always kind of pick like one lead role.
1: No, they're interchangeable. They're all expendable. They They
0: do. They are interchangeable. They are
2: expendable. All, I agree with no. that, but I do, I do feel like one of them does represent the franchise, though. When I think about Orange County, I do think about, well, I don't know. I do think about Vicky and Tamara, both of them.
1: I don't even think I of still think of Vicky. anymore. Really? No.
2: What do you think about when you think about Orange County? Um, Vicky.
1: Heather Dubrow
2: yeah um, that's a good one that was classic orange county when it was good you because, know, and
1: like, by the way, way i think that's because i live in the same town so she just to me she's the culmination of orange county women like her lifestyle like um, absolutely you know just over the top and i don't know that's I just when, when i think South of area. i think of orange county i'm originally not from here so that's what i feel like that's how people are here who are from here a lot of us are like from outs or oh, outsiders, so we cannot relate. I'm more of a New Yorker than than Orange County, but Heather DeBrow is like an Orange County woman.
2: So, do you think Bethany would be the queen of New York? Would you? Did you see her as the queen?
1: No, because I feel like that's an ensemble show. I don't think I the, saw her as the her
0: narrator. One.
2: But yeah. she's
1: not there this season, and the show continues. So
2: yeah. We'll see if it's good. Um, you know, there are these newbies that are bringing that. The Vanderpump Rules newbies are not bringing it, in my opinion. They all look the same to me. No, no. no.
0: Um,
2: I don't care about them all hooking up with each other. They should have their own separate show if they want to do this. You know, we have Summer House for that. A bunch of attractive people hooking up in the Hamptons. And I'm not personally down for it. I know
0: Anthony loves Summer House, don't you? No, I don't love Summer House. No, he doesn't. I'm, I'm, no, he Oh, I li- okay I've that's- literally only seen one or two episodes, but i'm I'm friends with some of the people on it i I like the people on it um some of them <laughs> I've had a few experiences with one or two of them out in a public place that's not fun <laughs> oh interesting
2: interesting well um what any thoughts on vendor pump rules and how it's going this season?
1: I think it's time to shut it down i think it's I think it's had its last. It's on its last legs, which is fine. I think they're all too old now. I don't care about the new cast members. I just think it's time to wrap it up.
2: I completely agree. I think it's over. I think it's been over. I think the whole wedding was torture. We had to hear about them getting married for weeks. And it was like waterboarding. And I'm completely done. And I'm glad that I came up for air. (gasps) It's over. Yeah, uh, I think
1: it's over. You guys think it's over? over? Yes. (laughs)
0: See, what I, I else think are we gonna I, see? Well, i you know what I'm realizing as of recent was that for years this girl Sheena was being painted as this horrible person, this villain, and she's really not. I think out of all of them, I actually find her the most endearing.
2: I don't think she's a. I don't think she's a bad person. I just think she's a very superficial person, very materialistic. Yeah, but that's what I want to see. It's nice to see this side that she's freezing her egg. She's going through that. I think a lot of people relate to that. She's a young girl, yeah, that hasn't found love. I totally support all that. Um, but as far as storyline wise, there's nothing there. She's dating some guy that looks like Jason Samoa right now. Okay. Yeah, he's hot. I saw Brock. But once again, like it's nothing that I want to continue seeing. Like Vanderpump Rules is over. We've all said it. Yeah. Yeah. Now we said it it's now, oh, now we've said, said, it. said it
1: now we've said now. It. <laughs> yeah
2: um before we wrap up thoughts on roni and how that's going kate
1: i like the new housewife i'm interviewing her on monday so i'm really excited uh i think she's brash and she's direct and she says it like it is and there's nothing better than that but i do feel like Sometimes they all, the older cast members, it's like this episode, it's like an episode of this 80s sitcom that used to be, you can find it on YouTube called It's a Living, where the theme song went, it's a living, and I feel like that's who they are now. They're like, what can we do for the cameras? And it's like, (laughs) just like. Be yourself on camera, but yeah. they like it's like they think they're characters now, and it's yeah. making it a little hard to watch.
2: Well, Ramona is a character dancing in the Hamptons to Senorita freaking hilarious. Uh, Sonia, I think, is on what you're talking about, where she wants to try too hard. Luann has been doing that for seasons, she's out of control, delusional right now. Um, but I do want to say, I don't think Dorinda's in a good place, she seems no. so negative it's yeah, not cute. I not like
1: her this season not a cute look at all not not, a cute look. I don't enjoy her at all I don't know what's going on but it's not good and I'm not enjoying it I don't know it just doesn't seem like uh she doesn't seem easygoing it's like I feel like she would try to murder me if you know what I mean <laughs> right like she just doesn't she seems like a serial killer yeah, A happy she, serial killer. No, he's definitely
2: she's definitely going. By the way, to... is
1: she still with John I feel no, like she's not
2: with him. Anymore. They're not together anymore. But what's
1: he up to lately? I feel like I haven't seen anything about him. He's
2: running the dry cleaner.
1: But is he? I don't feel like he's doing that either.
2: Yeah, I'm sure he's probably at home. I know Dorinda is in the Berkshires because my friend lives in the Berkshires and she's been seeing Dorinda. So Dorinda is okay. quarantining at house i believe all i
0: have to say about the new season is that the girl leah is awesome and i think that people my age like people like you know 23 24 really 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 like her yeah and i like her commentary my favorite thing was she was like what the hell are you talking about with these tattoos you one percenters in your upper east side apartments like i like that vibe because when i think of new york i think of people like my friends and and my family who are like you know true blue like East coasters just like bam bam bam, and that's how she seems, which I like. But it just because again like just because. I like hot-headed moments. I don't like you to be a hot-headed person all the time. She's coming,
2: she's coming totally rational and she's yeah, I'm gonna pop off if I need to, and looks like I'm gonna need to.
1: And Um, I like that she's a hustler and she's like, This is how I made my business. Do you have a problem with it? I don't think so. Like
2: I want you to ask her about the Michael Che text messages because she went crazy. He wasn't trying to talk to her, and she went oh, crazy. Kate, you
0: have to ask her.
2: You have so please to ask, ask her, her about that because I, I asked her. I said, uh, "Michael Cray thinks." Uh, Michael Cray thinks you're crazy. He said, "Hell no," and she replied and wrote, "But Andy said, hell yes." So I like that's it. good. He <laughs> can <That's> volleyball. <laughs> she can hang. Um, guys, I love you. Thank you so much for coming on. If you were in the live chat today, thank you so much. Please follow it's Bravo Bitch Podcast on Instagram. This little baby Instagram podcast. I'm trying to grow it. Like a little seed, it's been sprouting. So throw some love on it. You know what I mean. Um, I think there's room for all of us. I really appreciate all the love that you guys have given me from the beginning. Make sure to check us out every single Wednesday. We're going to be talking about Roni, Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Family Karma, all the boys are gay. Ah, sorry. Uh, you think so? Huh? You think so? Oh my god, okay. they were all homosexual. All of us? You slipped oh that in. God. God. Wait,
1: even Brian?
2: No, not Brian. Brian's the only straight one. You think Vishal's, I think Vishal's gay. gay? I think Sean's gay. I think they're all gay. I think
0: we're all gay.
1: I do think Vishal's gay. Yeah. That, that's Yeah.
2: True.
1: Yeah. That gay, makes where sense.
2: can we find you? What do you want to promote?
1: Okay. My podcast is Reality Life with KKC. Two episodes a week, Mondays and Fridays. Um, tons of episodes. You can get in the Facebook group, Reality Life with KKC. Twitter at KKC. Instagram, KKCCA. Patreon page, KKC.
2: I'm going to jump into those uh, Facebook groups. That sounds fun. Uh, Anthony, love you. Where can we find you? What do you want to promote?
0: Uh, Oh, I just couldn't speak. You can find me in this bed for the rest of the month, but also you can find me on Instagram at Anthony Lario, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-L-A-R-I-O. Just throw me a follow. I've been doing some comedy videos and quarantine content. And thanks. And I'll always interact and chat back.
2: Yay. Well, you heard them. If you're going to follow everyone, follow me too, please. I love you guys. I'm Hollywood Lee and it's my favorite day of the week. Bye, After Buzzers.
0: Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup.